last we left off, Nikolai, you had uh, infiltrated the parking garage. You got a security guard outfit. You tried to, uh, you took some pies from, um, from not the Joker. What was, what was the, uh, the, not the Riddler, not the Joker, the, not the Jester. The Jester? The Jester. The Jester, I think, yeah. Took some pies from the Jester film. You tried to, uh, poison them with shrimp, but, uh, Dr. Y caught ya, so then that disguise got compromised. But you did end up burning down NFT City and, uh, killing Earl's body double. Yes, uh, that is unfortunate. Um, I do, however, still have the whoopee cushion. Also, I believe I may have lost the shrimp, but I believe I do still have the cocktail sauce. I thought you scooped the shrimp back up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have both the shrimp and the cocktail sauce. And the the students are in possession of three cream pies. Okay. All right. So the the fire department has been called. The police have been called. The Dr. Wise security guards are sweeping the building looking for an assassin because... He has enough information to deduce that an assassin's after him, at least. Yeah, and to be clear, at this point, the police are mainly being called because Dr. Y's security is being way too aggressive. <laughs> so things things look bad, but you know what? You're a professional. You've been through worse. You can still pull this off. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've got a new disguise. It's going to be tough for them to find me unless I do something really stupid again. <laughs> You are wearing an <laughs> NFT costume based on one of Earl Shipman's ships. Yeah, they'll never suspect me. <laughs> what are Earl Shipman's ships like? Oh, okay. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, do they have faces? Or like, are they like Thomas the Tank Engines, but with ships? Yes, a hundred percent. That that does sound terrible enough to be an <laughs> NFT. They got like different hats on and like accessories, but they're all just <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine ships. <laughs> I think the one that I'm wearing is, like, smoking a blunt. Yeah. So this disguise that you're wearing is still is still good. Nobody suspects you, at least. Yeah. I totally made the death of that body double look like a complete accident. And Earl Shipman is... We, we the players, know that he is disguised as one of the high school students, and he's watching the flames. But Nikolai does not know where he is. Right. So I, I know that I just killed the body double. I don't know where Earl, Earl Shipman is, but I can probably make an educated guess that he's going to have to return to his dressing room at some point. Uh, so I'm going to try and set up something there. Okay, yeah. Dr. Y, you said your your security guards are causing a big ruckus throughout the building? Yeah, they're sweeping the building like video game security guards with guns drawn, and people don't appreciate that at a public museum. I think the um, the director of the museum is going to come down from his office and be like, Alabaster, what is the meaning of this? Some guy tried to fucking throw a shrimp cocktail at me. You know what that would happen if that happened? I'd die. So I'm not taking any chances here. You, you are causing an enormous ruckus throughout the building. I'm causing a ruckus. <laughs> the guy that tried to commit a murder on your property, by the way, that's who's causing a ruckus. I'm trying to solve the problem. You don't go after an exterminator and and accuse them of causing a ruckus because they're trying to kill the rats, do you? This assailant, how do you know he's even still here? Oh my, I don't, sir. That's why my men are doing a search. You understand how this works? I understand that is a job for the police. Uh, your behavior is currently causing a big uh, legal liability for this museum. Your behavior is currently causing me a mental fuck 
fucking meltdown. So how about you turn around, you go back in your office, and you shut the fuck up? How about that, huh? When the police get here, we will have a few words, Alabaster. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, great, good. I'm done with you. He kind of, like, makes a shooing motion with his hands. So, Earl Shipman's dressing room. Where is your dressing room, Earl Shipman? Uh, let's see, at a museum? This is a museum, right? <laughs> yeah. We know that there's a studio set on here, so it might be near there. Yeah, I guess it's gonna actually be near the studio set. Uh, they've, uh, taken... <sighs> yeah, why not? They've taken some of the rooms that were usually used for other things and turned them into a, uh, like a changing room, a dressing room. Uh, Earl Shipman made sure to send, as an actor, he has a, cer a certain rider, you know, every place uh, it needs to be repainted green uh, with question marks on the walls. Uh, they managed to cover that with some wallpaper. Very tacky. He's, he's going to write a note about that. Um, as well as... All of the, I say, furniture are like giant question marks, and it's very uncomfortable to sit on. As uh, as Nikolai heads there, Francis James Dawson, you let the uh, journalist who is going to blow your whole spot up walk out the door, and now guards are sweeping the building. What, what are you doing in this moment? Well, I would say that mostly I am just trying to keep my cool while Dr. Wise, little... Uh, Oh, I don't even know what you call this. The little scene he's making in the middle of my fucking day stopped me from uh, getting back to my lab on time. So from your perspective, you're you're seeing uh, Dr. Y overreacting. You're not too concerned about this so-called assailants. Of course not. It was just some stupid kid pulling a prank. He probably didn't know how bad the allergy was. So you're just trying to head back to your lab for now? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. So, Nikolai, you are near the uh, the dressing rooms. It's pretty easy to identify which one is Earl's. Okay, is it? Is there anyone guarding it? Like, are there employees there? Like, does Earl Shipman have people? I, I would, I'll say this, uh, just because I think it's funny. I think that he had two guards, but because of the murder, their NFTs suddenly went up in profit, so they're, like, distracted by their phones. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, just for reference, I think uh, Alabaster is probably in the actual studio right now, just kind of like sort of hiding behind the table he uses on the set and is just sort of uh, anxiously looking at each entrance. So he's probably close by to these dressing rooms, but he's not like right here. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to try and enter uh, Earl Shipman's dressing room. Yeah, and these guards are not supposed to let anyone in, Earl. Yeah, they're not supposed to let people in. Uh, hey, 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 where, where are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. I I was wanting to meet with Mr. Shipman. He's kind of my idol. Isn't he giving a speech at the at the city? Oh, but that that's to like the public. Like he's he's not he's not meeting with individual people there. I I thought I could maybe get a chance to speak with him directly. Yeah, give me a deceive roll. Okay. Okay, that is. Oh, nice. That's a ten. I think one of the guards says. You know, I'm Earl Shipman's also biggest fan. I, I kind of got this job because uh, I just wanted to talk to him, too. So you know what? <laughs> just, uh, you know, do, do, we're going to be right outside here. Don't do anything too bad. Uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll set up an interview with him when he comes back. Oh, awesome. Will you? I'd love that. And they uh, let you inside the room to, uh, to wait. Okay. While I am waiting, um, I'm going to do two things. There's no one else in this room, right? Yeah, there's no one else in this room. Okay. I'm going to take the whoopee cushion. 
and I'm going to put it under like the the cushion of like the chair that uh shipment would use. Okay. And the next thing I'm going to do is like on on the dressing room mirror. I'm going to like dip my hands in the cocktail sauce, dip my fingers in the cocktail sauce and like draw the word faker in cocktail sauce. And now you might be wondering, <laughs> Nikolai, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> But see, my intel states that Earl Shipman has a guilty conscience. <laughs> and like, that whole stage burning down, well, that probably would have reminded him of the time that he overthrew a country and caused widespread uh, uh, panic and destruction. Yes. Uh, the other two things is, he also did biohazard an island during his fire, fire fest, basically. And I figure if he hears the, sa- hears the mimic sound of flatulence that will remind him of the horrific the horrific things that he did to people's bodies uh <laughs> when when they got sick from uh his extremely poor maintained festival uh and he also is known for sending vials of blood to co-workers which he felt very bad about so the cocktail sauce is red it is red. That's true. She's got you there. And if I and if I paint it on the mirror, it, it'll look kind of like blood. <laughs> and uh, the the word faker will remind him that he's he's not a real actor. He's he's just playing a part. Like all this is just him o- overdoing it. <laughs> yes, this was my brilliant plan that I've been thinking of uh, <laughs> in, of thinking about for an entire week. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, yeah, you've set up this uh, this trap. <laughs> who's already who's already shaken by seeing the flames right um and then i'm is there like a a dresser or something i can like hide in yeah i'm sure there's a dressing closet that can fit a human in it yeah i was gonna say this is hitman there's uh every room has a wardrobe that exactly two bodies can fit into <laughs> Now, it is a question mark shaped wardrobe, so you are going to have to contort yourself a little bit. <laughs> Look, I I'm flexible. I can I can do this. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to enter the wardrobe and I'm going to wait for Earl Shipman to arrive. <laughs> Earl, uh what what are you doing in this moment? Uh after seeing his NFT city burned to the ground and like being reminded of like Having like the the movie version of a fucking Vietnam flashback of screams and fires, he's like, I need to maybe switch out of this costume. He like goes to his guards. He's like, maybe I should just like lay low in my room for a while, or maybe uh, pick another costume. Um, so he goes to his guards, who thinks he's a uh, a high school student, or maybe they don't. I don't know how good his costume is. Can I get kind of? Can I get entry to Earl Shipman's room? He's keeping up the act. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, did you want to interview him or something? Because there's there's already a guy in there waiting. <gasps> a guy in there waiting. Yes, yes. Uh, I hope you don't know this, but uh, I think he um he um, I want to say he pulls off his disguise uh in a dramatic flurry and says, "Acting, I am Earl Shipman and have always been." Mister Shipman, you completely fooled me. <laughs> that is <laughs> the mastery of acting. You said that there's someone in there? Yeah, there was uh, one of your biggest fans wanted to interview you. A fan? Ah, that'll expire me after all of this. He goes in. Uh, you've done great. Uh, take the take the rest of the day off. Yeah, sure, boss. 
I'm gonna say he's gonna go in there. It's like, all right. Um, yeah, I guess the, I guess he would see the. I don't want to make this too easy. I'm trying to decide how easy I want to make it and how much I want to just amuse myself. But <laughs> I love the image of him going in and seeing Faker being traumatized and needing to sit down. <laughs> You're like, what? Faker? No, I'm not a competent actor and NFT billionaire. I... And he takes a seat and then the flatulence happens and he's like, oh no. <laughs> Can we get a can we get a public domain fart sound effect? I know we don't do sound effects a lot on this show, but I think it would I think it would really elevate the the scene. Yeah, I agree. What if we all take a turn doing our best fart and Crystal can choose her favorite one? Oh, okay, no. yeah. Luke, give me your best fart. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyone want to go next? Uh I'll give it a shot, I guess. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Speed buggy, when you get here. It's like you're starting to model T. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's all right now. Yeah, he's sitting on the uh, on the the fucking um, question mark chair after uh, farting and like turning to the bathroom, and then like a single tear rolls down his eye. Like I am a faker. I am a faker. At this point, Nikolai comes out of the closet. Not that way. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> and he and uh, he he appears. I imagine like he sort of slides into the door, into like the the bathroom doorway. So Shipman, like he he looks up after crying into the sink, and he just sees Nikolai's face behind him. I'm sorry if you're a fan of mine. I'm just. I'm a faker, just like the cocktail sauce says. <laughs> I know, Mr. Shipman. It is time for you to be honest with yourself. Jester's gonna be a bad movie. We're really selling it as a prestige picture, but it doesn't have the chops for that. There's no reason for this movie to be two and a half hours. It's about a guy who pretends to be a clown. <laughs> do you do you feel the regrets closing in on you? Yes. Yes. Do you wish for release? Yes, I deserve nothing more. Good. I am glad you understand what you have done to this world and the people in it. I will be merciful and make this painless. Uh, And he just uh, grabs um, Shipman's head and just quickly snaps his neck. He falls over dead. It's uh, not as great as performance, but... uh... Well, I would say as he falls down, <laughs> uh, I want to say something else pops out of his pocket, like a gun falls out that says has a flag that says "bang." <laughs> <laughs> and then I drag his body to the <laughs> to the closet and just hide it in there. Nikolai, you have successfully killed your first target, Earl Shipman. Do you want to take his uh, prop bang gun? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? 
<laughs> I've, do I I've done more useful things with weirder objects so far. Also, can I add one more object to this now I thought of a better one? Oh, sure. One of those flower lapel pins that, like, shoots water at you. Okay. All right. Hmm. I could maybe use that. <laughs> yeah, what kind of costumes do you have in here, Earl? Uh, well, he did one, uh, a biopic called The Shipman. It was his love of boats, his love of sailing. <laughs> Just imagining him, like, in a blazer and a captain's hat leaning on a pier. He could not get the rights to actually get on a ship. Yeah. Uh, that's one. I think there's one that's, like, his, uh, his gritty real one where he, like, fought a bear, so it's, like, a period costume. Uh, yeah, that's all I can think of at the moment. <laughs> Okay. Hmm. I think I'll 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 take the uh I'll take the ship the ship man the ship space man <laughs> costume the sailor outfit. <laughs> yeah, you've now changed your disguise to be uh Earl Shipman's famous role as the ship man. And uh, the guards outside this door are no longer here. They took the day off, as their boss said. So you're free to simply walk out of here. Hell yeah! I think. I'm going to try, I should probably try and figure out where the hell Alabaster Y is. Sure, yeah. You're, with your eagle vision, you can see where any target is. So where are you right now, Alabaster? Uh, Alabaster is still in the studio. I think he has, the guards have forced all the high schoolers to clear the area. He is like hunkered down, uh, kind of peeking up over the uh, table as uh, he has a security guard on either side of him. And you can also see uh, Dawson heading down to his labs. The studio is in the same area as the dressing rooms. Are there any, like, air vents here? Oh, you know there's air vents. If you lifted up uh, a ceiling panel in Earl Shipman's dressing room, you could probably access one of the air vents. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely going to do that. Yeah, you, you can sneak, crawl through the air vents and see through a grill into uh, down into Alabaster Wise studio. Okay. Hmm. Uh, am I, is like, am I able to like get uh, directly over him or is he sort of like off to the side somewhere? Do I not have direct line of sight on him? I don't think you have a clear shot on him. I think his guards are good enough that they're like preventing any line of sight from getting on him. Okay. Hmm. How should I do this? Because I'm, I'm gonna want to distract the guards somehow to give myself an opportunity because ideally I will just drop the shrimp on him <laughs> I think that is that is the ideal outcome but I need to get in, into a position where I can just have gravity do my work for me um uh, what else is in this studio like by studio is it like the sort of production area like yeah there's probably like some cameras and like an editing bay and stuff over on the other side of the room okay hmm. okay that gives me an idea and just for a reference we did also establish last time there is like a fake fighter jet hanging from the ceiling like a spy jet oh in the studio mm -hmm. oh okay yeah it's like part of the set oh all right um, oh, yeah, it's part of the set. I, it's not, like, in the studio, though, I don't think. Right, right, right. Oh, but you're but you're saying, like, the studio is, like, probably has controls for the jet. Is that what you're saying? Ah, very well. Good. I was just reintroducing the jet to do with as you will. Oh, okay. But, yeah, th th there's probably some controls somewhere, yeah. Uh, so I, I was thinking, since there's, like, a bunch of electronics here, 
I did just get a lapel thing that shoots water. I'm gonna try and distract the guards by, like, shorting out the control panels. Okay. Uh, so let's see here. Let's give that a roll. Um, ooh, that's not gonna be good, though. <laughs> What'd you roll? I, I, rolled a, I rolled a five. Okay, so that means your distraction only draws attention to yourself. I think the guards uh, hear the the little Joker squeak of the lapel pin (laughs) (laughs) squirting water from somewhere in the ceiling, like in the vents. And uh, two guys go over to investigate that, but they're not looking at the control panel. They're looking up at the vents. What the fuck is that? What's going on up there? All right, are they moving toward the vent? I think they're just looking and listening at it very closely to see if anyone's in there. You can try to get away, but you will have to make a sneak roll for that. Yeah, I think I think I will try and and get away because I do get a plus one to sneak rolls. So let's let's see if I can get lucky here. Um, oh God, that's another five. Ooh. Okay. One sec. <laughs> so. What kind of weapons do your do your guards have, Alabaster? I think they just have like I don't know pistols. I'm not a gun guy. I can't give you more specific than that. Okay, I was just wondering if they had just pistols or like assault rifles or. Uh... No, 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 just pistols. They're not, you know, it's it's not nuts. It's just they do have guns in a in an area trafficked by civilians and children. So Nikolai, you do try to um, crawl back in the vents to stealthily get away, but you do end up making. Uh, enough noise that the guards can tell that there is a human crawling up there, and they draw their guns and say, stop right there and show yourself or we will shoot. Okay, let me think. What can I do in this scenario? Within the vent, there's not a ton of ways to uh, counterattack, but you do have to move to get out and you could potentially attack from there. You could just drop on top of them. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna try and like just drop on uh drop on the guards to try and take at least one of them out. Okay. I think uh yeah, this would count as a melee attack. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. Do I have any bonuses to that? No, I do not. I just have bonuses to knockout rolls, which this is not. Yeah, this is, uh, you will be starting combat by doing this. Okay, so that is a seven. So it's at least a partial success. Unfortunately, uh, the way the combat rules are written, the partial success is not very good for you. Oh, I miss my vi- uh, oh, I, oh, I just miss. <laughs> I, but I don't get hit. <laughs> yeah, you don't get hit back. You, <laughs> so there's two guys here, you- try to drop on top of one but you he just kind of backs out out of the way as you land on the grounds and um he is gonna attempt to shoot you and he gets a boost because they've got well-trained guards right uh that is correct yes now okay give me a gun should i make this roll or or do you make it yeah you make this roll okay Uh, i rolled a seven which with the bonus would be a nine all right, so I take one damage. Yeah, you get you get hit in the in like the upper arm. <laughs> the Excel spreadsheet you put this in thinks that four slash four for my HP is a date. <laughs> yeah, spreadsheets fucking love to turn fractions into dates on you. 
<laughs> I think this entire time, uh, the second from the second you dropped out of the ceiling, Alabaster's been like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, <laughs> which is not helping. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, you do have uh, Lucky, Nikolai, which means uh, any character rolls 7-plus on a combat roll against you, they must roll again and take the lower results. Oh, right. You have to roll again. I forgot about that. Oh, okay, okay. Let me, let Thank me you for again. reminding me of the incredibly useful perk I took. Yeah. Okay, so this one is an, not much better, but it is an 8 instead okay. of a 9. So I still get hit. <laughs> yeah, you still get yeah. hit in the shoulder, and uh, the second guy also gets to make a gun attack. Oh, God. Okay. Why are you trying to make me kill <laughs> kill Nikolai here? Uh, okay, so this was a 10, but I have to re-roll it, right? Yes. Okay, uh, so this was a 6 on the second one. Okay. Okay, so the second guy tries to hit you and just straight up misses. Okay. Remember, you do have a, a special gun on you with three bullets. I do, yes. But um, you are not allowed to intentionally kill a non-target. Yeah. Oh, so, all right, so question about the shrimp. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if if I attempted to throw the shrimp at uh at Dr. Y, would that be considered a throw attack or an assassination attempt? Um cuz like cuz like if I if it was an assassination I'd have multiple negatives, but like I'm just throwing the shrimp at him. I think the way to do this is you do a throw attack to get the shrimp on him, and once the shrimp is on him, then you make an assassination roll. Oh god, oof. <laughs> this is def- this- we're playtesting, this is an ambiguity in the rules. Yeah. Oh, that is- is like, if I attempted a- if I attempted assassination, that- god, how many negatives would I be taking? Uh, it's aware of me, they can see me, the guard wants them to live. Well, the, the he is a micromanager, so he is um, not a micromanager, a, the asshole, despicable me. So they don't want him to live. Yeah, they don't care if I die. Okay, so I, 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 that still would be negative four. But, well... Uh, oh, wait, yeah, uh, when the assassin attempts to assassinate you, they do not take a minus one penalty if someone else sees them do it. So yeah, being seen doesn't uh, give you a penalty here. Oh, it doesn't? No. So you would have, uh, I think, minus three penalty. Okay. Yeah, because I don't think I get any of the bonuses. Yeah, I don't I get mean, any of the... You can you can say the morbidly ironic line. I could try and say a morbidly <laughs> ironic line, yeah. That would be a minus two. So I would, I would have to roll a 12. Now, hang on. I, I have an idea. So the way I'm picturing this whole area laid out is that there's the desk and then uh dr y is hiding behind that and then you and the guards are coming up from behind yeah what if you parkoured over the desk in just such a way that one of the guards shoots him because then it would look like an accident sort of (laughs) (laughs) and it would be extremely funny (laughs) if it worked that's that's true i could try and combine two plans into one i could like parkour over the desk uh, and attempt to like force feed the shrimp to him which would be like a, which would be like a knockout I guess or a melee attack roll and then assassinate roll if that didn't work I could try and like use him as a human shield I guess yeah I think if you grab him his guards will probably be a little more hesitant to shoot at you okay so I, I will do that so that way I have like plans M and N to fall back on <laughs> 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 uh, if plan L doesn't work um 
So yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna like parkour over the desk and like taking the shrimp out of my pocket, try and shove it into um, Dr. Y's mouth. So I'm probably gonna have to make a melee attack for that, right? Actually, you know what? Let's make that a disengage, I think, because you are attempting to get them to stop shooting at you. Okay, so that's that's gonna be an eight then. So on a seven to nine, it says I it successfully removes me from combat, which I assume means I probably do not successfully feed him the shrimp, but I am able to, like, take him as a hostage. Yeah, I don't think the sneak roll is really relevant here because the guards can see you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you haven't fed the shrimp into his mouth. You still have it, but you are, like, grappling him. Yeah! Uh, I feel like just having the shrimp nearby is causing him to, like, he is itching all over. It's not, like, hurting him, but it's not good. Uh, is this part of the show? <laughs> no! Why would you think that? I know, it seems pretty cool. How are you still here? I thought I kicked everyone out! Dr. Y, you, you shouldn't kick your fans out. Why are you being so shellfish? <laughs> <laughs> And then I will try and shove the shrimp into his mouth while he's talk while he's yelling at the person. <laughs> okay, let's see. That's an assassinate roll. Um, <laughs> the target is the where the assassin's somewhere on the map. Yep. The target can see you. Yeah, she sure can. You're not currently under attack, but this will put you in direct danger because now the guards will uh, shoot you. Okay. Um, so that's what, minus three? Yep. And plus one for the ironic line. I would also say he's maybe distracted. Yeah, he is distracted. So that's uh, <laughs> okay. pr minus one total on this assassinate roll. Okay, so I'm going to need to roll at least an 11. <laughs> this, is, this is fine. <laughs> oh, no, I rolled a seven. <laughs> okay, a seven's a mixed. Well, no, it's because of minus one, so it takes it down to a six. <laughs> I think you try to uh, shove the shrimp in his mouth, but the the sliminess of it just makes it kind of slip into your hands and you drop it on the floor and Dr. Y kind of kicks it away. <sighs> get the shit away from me! Um, well-trained guards also means I get a bonus if I try to fight. Can I try to just, like, wrestle myself away from him? Yeah, you can try to do that. That would be a melee attack, I think. Okay, yeah, so... And remember to roll mean... twice and take the lesser. Yes, yeah, yeah. Also, you're you're using your bare hands, so you take minus one. Minus one, okay, so this first one was a ten, so re-rolling that into a five. Lucky does seem like the best perk in the game. <laughs> So you took a six minus, which means <laughs> your victim counters you for one HP. So I think you kind of try to, uh, like, <laughs> headbutt Nikolai and wriggle away. But in headbutting him with the back of your head, you just end up hurting yourself. Yeah, look, okay. look yeah. Nikolai is is uh, an avid footballer. He has trained his head on by hitting so many people and and also footballs like <laughs> you're not hit, you're not hurting him there ah yeah what is your head made out of what the fuck is wrong with you my head is made out of love of the game <laughs> let me show you what a real headbutt headbutt looks like and then i will attempt to crack his skull open with a headbutt of my own <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be the same assassinate role, yeah, but you haven't said, uh, I, did you say a morbidly ironic line? You know, the 
with the love of the game thing. Is that ironic? Does that count? <laughs> I feel like you need everything you can get right now, and I'm inclined to give it to that you. That is true. I'm in a bad situation. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you can make this roll again. Just keep in mind that if he goes down, the guards will immediately do a gun attack on you. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not going down because I just rolled a total... With the minus one, that's a three. Uh, the dice are not being kind to me today. <laughs> no, they're not. The dice really want me to fail this. Uh, I think the cops have arrived on the scene. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and they can hear the uh, the scuffle inside the auditorium, and now they are also in the room. Like, what the hell is going on here? This guy is trying to fucking kill me. Shoot him. Anybody shoot him. We don't have a clear shot, sir. Did, what? How much do I fucking pay you? What do you mean you're on a clear shot? <laughs> do you want them to shoot, Luke? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Because you do. These are people you control. Right. <sighs> yeah, I think. I, I think Alabaster would say, "I pay you people to fucking shoot guys like this. Now quit fucking making excuses and shoot him." And yeah, uh, they're gonna look at each other and one of the guards is gonna kinda shrug and try to take the shot even though he does not have a good one lined up. Okay, <laughs> make me a gun attack roll and you still have to do the lucky reroll. Yeah, so that's a six plus the two is eight, so re-rolling that. Uh, that gives me a 10, so I take the eight since that's the lower of the two results. Okay, so I do get hit. Oh god, I have two HP left. <laughs> What are the consequences of the mixed success here? Uh, you hit your victim for one HP, but you end your turn. Okay, I see. So, Nikolai, you take another bullet to the shoulder, but somehow, even though you've been shot twice, you're still standing, because you're a tough assassin. I'm okay. But, the, like, the screen is getting very grayscale at this point. Yeah. Look, I've learned not to cry anymore. It's starting it's start <laughs> to vignette. When I get shot with bullets. <laughs> There's all kinds of strawberry jelly smeared all over the screen. It's cocktail sauce, actually. But continue. Yeah. <laughs> the guard, I think, is like reloading his gun. So you have an opportunity here to make some kind of counter or try to disengage. Yeah, I'm trying to think here. I feel like the right play would to make would be to make a gun attack and then fucking dis the, ditch this place. Because <laughs> like, if I don't kill this guy now, it's gonna just be way harder later. And at the very least, I don't have to deal with any negatives uh, when trying to make a gun attack. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the concealed weapon uh, out, and I'm just gonna shoot this dude in the head because he seems weirdly resilient to my attempts to like just <laughs> kill him some other way. <laughs> yeah, this is another ambiguity in the rolls. Uh... Well, because it says you attempt to kill a person with a gun. So does this have to be an assassinate? I think because you're in combat with him. Hmm. That would be an argument for gun attack. Yeah. Yeah. I th So I'm going to try and make a gun attack. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I rolled a six. <laughs> he is wriggling his body and his head enough that you uh, you just miss your shot. Why is this so hard? He's just a lame-ass scientist. <laughs> no, he's he kicks ass. Get him, Dr. Y. <laughs> Dr. Y is secretly very uh, happy that even the, the assassin thinks he's a real scientist. <laughs> uh, so I guess that means his, his security guards get another turn. Yeah, I think they're gonna <laughs> just try to shoot here. 
Uh, let me... <laughs> Let me take another shot at you. I feel bad. I don't want you to lose. You can at least, like, try to, uh, like, move as you wriggle him around. Maybe that's why you missed, because you tried to shoot while you were moving. Oh, yeah. Is there, like, a window nearby or something? Yeah, uh, no, I think we, uh, did we say last time there were no windows in the studio? Right, because I didn't see the fire. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, there's exits that you could be making towards. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I rolled an 11, and then I rolled a 12, so. Oh, my God. Jesus! So the 11 is what plays. Doctor, why won't you die? <laughs> so that means you can immediately make another gun attack. Yeah, I think uh, one of the... So that does one HP to you, right? Yeah. And you only have one left now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no. All right, the other guard that just reloaded is going to take a shot then. And... Okay, that's a seven, so I got to reroll that. Oh, God. And six. Okay. All right. Okay, Nikolai, you've been shot once more. You, you're, you're doing pretty bad. You can tell one more shot would kill you, but uh, the thankfully the other guard missed, and you are uh, right next to the door. And I rolled a six. Do we want to say it hit Doctor Y? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. You're still holding Doctor Y. <laughs> so as you're moving towards the door, you got hit once in the, in the shoulder by one of the guards, but the other guard missed and hit Dr. Y right right in the thigh which was enough with the combination of his head wound to just kill him in your hands I think yeah he just kind of is like turning into dead weight in your hands he goes you're fired but you are right next to the to, to uh, the exits so you can uh, disengage yes yeah I am definitely going to try and disengage here <laughs> You want to do, like, a, a feat of parkour to help you out? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna, like, uh, gosh, what what could I parkour uh, uh, out of? Like, how could I do this in a parkour way? Um, oh, yeah, I think, uh, I think what I'll do is, like, uh, I'm gonna sort of go out the exit and then start to head in one direction, but actually what I'm doing is, like, I- I'm leaping toward the wall and then I'm gonna, like, kick off the wall and go in the opposite direction, so sort of do a, like, fake out. Okay. Uh... Oh, thank Christ. That's an 11. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you go through the door and the guards chase after you, but your fake-out manages to uh, mislead them enough that you are able to uh, (laughs) find a room to hide in. Okay. I need need to find a new disguise, though. Hello, it's me, Luke, and I'm here to do the ad break on account of it's approximately halfway through this episode, assuming Crystal's inserting this ad where I usually do, which is about halfway through the episode. Uh, I'm here to tell you about our Patreon, patreon.com slash playtest, where you can go and you can click some buttons that result in us getting money and you getting stuff. For instance... If you give us $1 a month, you get every episode of this show a full week in advance. Uh, If you're listening to this on the free feed, you could have been listening to it last week, and you could be listening to the next episode right now. Uh, For $3 a month, you get a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff, such as our uh, GM notes, which right now are being provided by Crystal on account of she's running this game. Uh, You get character sheets you get uh, a bonus monthly podcast where me and molly talk about uh game design as we try to get the 2.0 version of eidolon ready for prime time um 
And you also get a bonus podcast called Eidolon Playlist, where a bunch of us uh, talk about music. Um, so far, that has covered the discography of The Killers, but we jumped ahead to their most recent album, Pressure Machine, uh, for the episode we just recorded, which will be out soon as of uh, this recording. Um, probably not there yet. I'm gonna assume it's not there yet. Fabi edits those, and she's kind of busy this week, but it's coming. Um, and it's a good time. We talk about a bunch of songs, we yell at each other, and we really get into some important discussion about eggs. You'll have to subscribe for $3 to find out more. For $5 a month, you get the most recent draft of the Eidolon Gamebook, a pretty good game if I say so myself. It is now, uh, feature complete. Um, I need to stop procrastinating and look at getting somebody to make it look nice and finally make us, like, some proper character sheets so that we're not just using, uh, Google Docs, um, so that we can get that out the door and, and available to people. Um, you also get your name shouted on the podcast, which I'll circle back around to in a moment. Um, the season one and two soundtracks are available on the $5 tier. I think that's everything. Um, for $10 a month, you get, uh, our hearty thank you, for one thing, our hearty gratefulness, great gratuity, and that's the tips. We'll be really grateful if you give us $10 a month. So grateful, in fact, that we'll give you other bonuses, such as, uh, bonus podcasts. Right now, we're doing Actually, I Meant For You To Pod My Cast, which is a, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean rewatch, although the last episode of that did come out a few days ago, um, well, the last episode for now, they haven't made more Stone Ocean yet, and I really wish they would, both so we could keep that podcast going, and because I would like to watch it, um, but we've got other stuff planned, for instance, uh, Eidolon Pasta, which is a, uh, food-based Eidolon mini-campaign that Zoe backed herself into a corner into agreeing to run, <laughs> uh, that'll be coming out, uh, probably before the end of March, um, and, uh, what else? Just kind of random stuff, whatever we feel like giving you. Oh, uh, of course, the game book for World of Assassination, the game we're playing on these episodes right now, is available at, uh, $10 a month. Crystal has mentioned it is still sort of a rough draft. This was, uh, her first time really playtesting it, so it's got some tweaking to go through, but you're welcome to download the current draft right now, if you'd like. Um... Think that's everything? I'm probably forgetting some stuff. We got a lot on there, but, uh, ah, who cares? For now, let's just get to reading some patron names. So, thank you to the following $5 subscribers. Fenty, Ruby Shine, Tony Androsky, Matthew Enticott, Abirexi Siltala, Rasha G, Apteris, Dio Brando Stole My Massive Joestar Dick, Alex Beaton, John Klingle, Aaron Cerise, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Spellbound Mage, Lillian Schultz, Fennec Factor, Infinitron, LG, Trigger Harpy, Pigeon Smith, Ultimate Trainer, Robust Laser, Jay Cooper, Dexter Sinister, Professor Piggy, and Becky Scott Fairley and George Soros. George, you've been subscribed for a while, and I guess you're just using Becky Scott Fairley's account, but I know you got more money than that. Just give us a million dollars, George. Anyway, uh, if you don't want to give us a million dollars, or any dollars, um, I get it. I don't subscribe to a lot of podcasts. Um, but we would really appreciate if you could, uh, support the show in some other ways, like spreading the word about it, telling your friends. Um, I mentioned on, uh, the ad break before the finale that 
hopefully uh, this current phase of the show is going to be really newcomer friendly. You know, we've gotten through the very long story arc that we've been doing and we're going to be serving up a lot of very uh, bite-sized campaigns. And, uh, you know, later this year we will be starting a new season. It's a good time for new listeners to jump in. And we'd really appreciate anything you can do to help us uh, get ourselves in front of new listeners. Like I said, telling your friends or um, rating and reviewing us on iTunes or I think uh, Spotify lets you do that now. Um, It's dumb, but that stuff helps push us up in the algorithm. And if you can take a couple minutes out of your day just to click five stars and write a little sentence or two about uh, why the show's good, if you think it's good... Um, it would really mean the world to us. We always, uh, you know, algorithm shit aside, we read every review we get and we, we always get a big kick out of them. Um, we'd appreciate that a lot. I am rambling a bit, so I'm going to get out of here and let us get back to the murder fun. Bye. What kind of room do we think this is? Is it an exhibit room? Is it like a storage room? Is it another dressing room? Yeah, I think you were actually able to get into the uh, the blood exhibits. Oh, perfect. I already brought some of my own. It's an exhibit all about the wonders of blood <laughs> uh, hosted by a hematologist that's dressed in a Dracula costume. <laughs> okay, well, I gotta get that. <laughs> I gotta say, we actually went to a science museum last week, me and uh, my girlfriend, and it was a lot less fun than this science museum. This is Columbus, Ohio's best science museum. Damn. <laughs> it's, this is about on par with the Field Museum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're in Texas, so the big, like, marquee attraction was all about oil fracking. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course it is. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, the anatomy of a fracking drill. God. Presented by Exxon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh okay so i think you managed to hide in like a, a closet in the back room of the blood exhibit and the guards sweep the room but they can't find anything so now they're searching elsewhere looking for someone dressed in a shipman costume i forgot you were in the shipman costume this whole time yes yep, that's sure the was. disguise that has been burned is the yep. shipman costume <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, you made a good game. <laughs> and I think the uh, the hematologist in the Dracula costume counts <laughs> Bloodula <laughs> is like came in here and he's taking a break. Like Jesus Christ, these fucking kids. <laughs> and he's like going to his locker and taking out a, a red Powerade to drink. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, uh, sneak up behind him and knock him out. (laughs) Give me a knockout roll. Uh, that is a nine. It would have been a ten if he didn't drink all that Powerade. He's full of power now. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the electrolytes in him now. Seven and nine, your victim is subdued, but choose one of the following consequences. Somebody sees it happens and either runs for help or attempts to investigate. Someone sees you do it and your current disguise becomes compromised and you're, you unintentionally kill your victim. Am I allowed to choose the current disguise becomes compromised? <laughs> I mean, you would still be seen doing it, which I feel would cause some issues. Well, I think your current disguise is compromised to everyone who saw you attempt to kill Dr. Y. But if a high school student saw you, they wouldn't necessarily uh, know that you're that you're not shipman. Okay, 
Because I don't think, yeah, because I'm I'm not gonna be using the ship man anymore. I don't think. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one because um, it's already been burned th- through enough people that I don't feel safe in it with, around anyone anymore. Uh, and also, like I, even though I have an ad- idea for you, unintentionally kill your victim. I don't want to do that to the Count Bloodula volunteer. He sounds, he seems like a cool dude. I am realizing that I wrote these ambiguously. The the intended difference between this is that somebody sees it happen, but doesn't see who does it in the first option. I do need to rewrite that to be clear. Oh, okay. So the first option, like. They basically get a brief glimpse, but they don't actually know who did it. It's just that, like, they they go for help, so I can't stick around here for very long. Yeah, they, they see Count Bloodula get, like, pulled aside, but they don't see who did it. Okay, I'll take the first one then and and just hope that I'm able to, like, disengage before things get more messy. Yeah, I also think that if you disguise yourself as Count Bloodula, you would need to make a deceive roll to explain what happened to you, but your disguise is not immediately burnt. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the... Uh, for for the second one, you mean that's what would happen for the second one. Uh, if if you take the first one and and you choose to disguise yourself in this costume, sure, I will go. I'll go with the first one. Okay, and then I will disguise myself. Okay, I think uh, one of the high school students has followed Count Bludgerly here to like harass him, but then just <laughs> kind of sees him like see some hands grab his mouth from a dark corner and pull him. <laughs> into that corner and the student like panics and runs out to uh to run for help but you are able to uh subdue this guy and stuff him in a locker and uh, disguise yourself in the count bloodula outfit okay um i'm gonna quickly use eagle vision to figure out where uh my last target is uh uh francis james dawson is he still in his lab yeah where are you francis uh, I would say that I've made it to my lab by now, and I am mostly just pacing around trying to review my notes for this speech I have to give to some fucking kids, uh, not paying any attention to any questions my assistant has, and probably still completely unaware that Dr. Y is dead, because I don't give a shit about him. Fuck him, dumbass. <laughs> Alright, so the importance of the Amazon is not necessarily one of the carbon dioxide uptake, because most of that's done by fucking algae. Ugh, oh my god. I hate this I hate this I hate this place! I just wanted I just wanna be out in the field for God's sake. Ugh. Where is the lab exactly in the museum? Like, well, not exactly, but, like, in relation to, like, where the stage is, for example? Like, it's, like, in a basement somewhere, or...? Yeah, the lab is underground, and it's near the exit to the Arboretum, which is, um... It's not super close to the stage, but you could get there without passing the stage. Okay. At the very least, I need to get out of here before someone investigates the room more thoroughly. I'm taking the 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 red sports drink with me. You never know when you're going to need a red sports drink. Yeah, are you exiting <laughs> into the exhibit or uh, the way that you came in? Uh, into the exhibit, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think um, one of the cops comes in here and says, uh, uh, one of the kids said that you got attacked or something. Oh, the... That child must have a, uh, an overactive imagination. As you can see, I am perfectly fine. I am undead, as you know. 
I died. <laughs> so, uh... The cop's never seen the original guy before, so he doesn't know what you would even look like. I think that the kid has, and he's here, so make a deceive roll on him. <laughs> okay. Uh... Oh, god, the fuck on. <laughs> That's a... Uh... Uh, that is a total of four. This motherfucker isn't Dracula, he's Van Helsing! Kill him! <laughs> he murdered Dracula! I think you can just tell that he's not the same guy that he saw earlier. <laughs> That's not cause to to shoot him, but, uh, I think you can try to, like, convince this cop that he attacked him or something. Man, he stole the blood scientist! He, he's a bad guy! He's just not the real bloodula! Uh, you mind if we take a look inside, sir? Of course not. <laughs> uh, well, actually, hold on. Um, I'd like to try, uh, who? What do I, what do I, because I don't want to just give in here. <sighs> what can I do? I think, uh, the cop's just like, listen, I'm sure it's fine. I just want to calm this kid down. Just come with me and we'll look around and we'll see that nothing's wrong. Yes, of course. Uh, small child, you, uh, you stay outside, uh, as there are, you know, um, employees only past this area. Yeah, kid, listen, I'll, I'll just come in there and I'll check everything out and I'll, I'll report back to you. It's probably nothing. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna wait until the guard is, uh, opening up the wardrobe that I stuffed the actual bloodula body in, and then I will attempt to knock him out as well. Now, you get a bonus to throw rolls. What if you chucked the bottle of Powerade at his head? <laughs> uh, see, I get a plus two bonus to all knockout rolls, though. Oh, okay. Never mind so it's then. better if I just try knocking him out. Yep. That is a seven total. Again. <laughs> the kid's outside, so he doesn't. <laughs> no, I was just peeking through the door. Wait, I, I have an idea for this. So, I think what happens uh, is that this is the unintentional kill. Well, you can't choose that because you're a professional. Oh, right. You're right. I can't choose that. What if someone tried to call in on the radio to this guy and you knock him out when he's in the middle of answering it so they know something happened to him? Yeah, we could we could run that way. <laughs> like, your your fist was already flying and you could not stop it. Just like, uh, Agent Branson, you, uh, you good over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Just, uh, stub my toe on a dresser. Give me a deceive roll. You, you heard enough of this man's voice that you could attempt to emulate it. You know, it's a radio. It's not high fidelity. Okay, that is a that is a nine total. Okay, um, which means I have to offer. God, what is it? What was this guy's name again, Luke? Uh, Brenson, I think I said. I have to give them a convincing reason or accept a compromise. Hey, uh, what? Uh, why do you sound different? Oh, sorry. I just uh just took a big swig of this red Powerade. Kind of, it's kind of coating my throat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, is everything okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm just take I'm just taking a look around the dressing room. You know, there's been been some commotion lately around this area, so I'm just making sure everything's okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Report back soon. Yeah, we'll do. Copy. <laughs> 
so you are currently in the Dracula outfit. The student has... You are compromised to the student, and he's probably telling all the other kids about you. You could change it to this cop outfit or keep your Dracula costume. Uh, I'm going to change it to the cop outfit, because that one's not compromised yet. As much as the, the Dracula costume earns you style points, the cop outfit might be more useful. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put the put the cop outfit on and then shove him in the wardrobe, thus filling the wardrobe with a two of two bodies. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Okay, you are now dressed as a cop. You can take his gun and radio if you want. Uh, I will, yes. Never, You never know when, when I might need a second gun for this shit. <laughs> you can attempt to go back into the exhibit, but the students, again, is going to be a, have a reason to doubt you. There is going to be a white dot above that kid's head. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna instead exit the other way, because this disguise isn't compromised with anyone else. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're in, like, the back halls of the museum, and you could potentially uh, take an exit near the uh, Arboretum and lab entrance here. Uh, I remember when I was getting shot up here. <laughs> Seems like only yesterday. <laughs> um. I think Dr. Wise guards are still uh, searching for the shit man and kind of nod as they pass you. I mean, honestly, I think the biggest success you have here, Crystal, is this is playing out very similarly to a first attempt at a hitman map. <laughs> yeah. uh, that said, it does seem like lucky is pretty essential. Otherwise, I would have died so fucking quick. Well, you know, you didn't need to approach that way, necessarily. Uh, true, but... Uh, <laughs> Listen, we'll we'll see how attempt two goes in a week. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Um, I'm going to head toward the Arboretum, I guess. Yeah, are you... Uh, you want to go into the Arboretum or into the labs? Because I think you can see... Well, where are you, uh, Francis? Uh, I would say I'm still in the labs right now. Uh, still reviewing my notes. Who's Who is allowed into the labs? Uh, cops can go wherever they want. Oh, okay. I mean, that is true. You might have to give a reason, but... Uh... I would also say in general that um, I think only Dawson and his assistant are allowed into the labs aside from like cops and security guards. But it is like visible from the outside hallway uh, and probably like it's not entirely soundproof. If you want his attention, you can get his attention from the Arboretum. Okay. Um, And the labs are the labs are connected to like the because uh, uh, here's here's what I'm thinking. A, a plan that just came to me a second ago. So I'm in the Arboretum already. What if I tried to, like, um, secure, like, one of the poisonous flowers here and, like, got its pollen in the air system? This seems overly complicated now that I'm talking about it. You can do that if you want. Okay. Because my idea here is that, like, the pollen itself probably will not kill him because he... Francis James Dawson is unnaturally a hardy, uh, but it might force him out of the lab if I can, like, um, get a bunch of toxic pollen in the lab. Yeah, that is, a, that is an option you could go with. Although, keep in mind, if you release it into the air system, that means everyone is going to be poisoned. Oh, that is true. Never mind. <laughs> that would be bad, especially for me. <laughs> You would be allowed to do this by your code of ethics if you could, like, release it into the lab, but the intern leaves. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, because there's an intern with him who's a disgruntled... Dis, dis, what am I trying to say? Disgruntled employee. <laughs> You've lost a lot of blood. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, feeling a bit lightheaded, boss. Um, all right. I'm just going to move on into, like, the the lab area. 
Um, I wonder. So, like, I imagine Francis is like, because this is a beleaguered intern and Francis is kind of a dick, Francis probably, like, assigns his intern, like, various, like, completely flippant, flippant tasks and things like that, right? Like, getting him coffee and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, what I'm thinking is that... When the intern is is like assigned a task to get coffee or some other drink, I'll just put a little bit of of the red Powerade in it so it just tastes like shit, and hopefully that'll that'll just like make Francis just snap at this employee. Okay, yeah. Uh, so where where would the intern be getting the coffee? I guess from the cafe. Okay, they got they got Starbucks up here. Okay, Francis, you want to describe your absurd Starbucks order? Uh, yeah, it's a venti half-calf with a shot of espresso, two pumps of caramel, one pump of peppermint. Uh, needs to be stirred with a spoon, not with the little stirrers. If they don't have any spoons, you gotta go to the cafeteria and get one of the plastic spoons from there. (laughs) Also, some of those little uh, sous vide egg bites. Yeah. (laughs) She goes up to, uh, take this absurd order at the Starbucks. Did you take a poison flower from the arboretum, Nikolai? Um, if I can do that without having to roll for it, I guess. Yeah, you can just take one. You're a cop. Yeah, sure. Just in case I need it, might as well. Yeah, because I was thinking you could also poison this coffee. I could do that as well, yeah. Um, I need to find some way to, like, distract this employee. I mean, the cops are investigating a huge disturbance, and you are dressed like a cop. You have a lot of ability to just order people around. Oh, yeah, that's true. How do I want to play this? Let's see. Because um, it'd be weird if I just asked them to inspect their drink. <laughs> what if you just asked for their identification and offered to hold the drink while they got it out for you? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go up to the intern and say, uh, hey, sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, briefly stop you. Uh, why is that? Uh, there's, uh, there's been a couple incidents. Uh at the museum today, um, multiple casualties. Uh, you know, there's there's uh, there's someone going around uh, really stirring up some trouble. Um, I'm going to need to see your identification just to make sure that you are supposed to be here. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think she puts the coffee, like, on a counter or a table and starts rooting through her pockets. All right. As she's doing that, uh, I'm going to take the, the flour out and just, like, sprinkle some pollen uh, onto it. Because, uh, like, I mean, it looks like whatever shit they put on Starbucks anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you could just uh, get away with this. All right, uh, here's my ID. I work here under Dawson. Uh, was there anything else you needed? Nope, that's all I needed to see. Thank you very much for your cooperation. Uh, you're free to go. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and I think the she just moves along. No more questions. Yeah, she brings the drink to uh to Francis, and I would assume he just starts drinking it. Oh, immediately, and I think he's, like, one sip in when he realizes that, uh, something's wrong, but he is a mature professional, so he does not do a spit take, he just sort of swallows, uh, on reflex. Would this be enough to kill him, or would it just do HP damage? This would be enough to do an assassinate roll, yes. Okay. Alright, let's see here. So, the target is aware that there is an assassin, the assassin is somewhere on the map. Are they? It seems like- (laughs) 
Yeah, they, they aren't. Sisyk Francis has largely shut out everything going on. Okay, the target cannot see me. So I'm beside the target. I don't think the intern wants him to live very much. Yeah, I was going to say, the, about to say the same thing. Honestly, I don't think there's any penalties. And I think you get plus two for looking like an accident and being nowhere near the target. Yes. Yeah, I think you nailed this one, actually. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, let's let's see let's see if my roll agrees with me. Yeah. Oh first. Oh no. Come on. So I rolled a four on the die. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's a total of six. Oh. Let's see. Um I just I just can't get good rolls. I mean, listen, I'll tell you what. Even on even if he doesn't take HP damage, I think he would still be infuriated with his intern enough that you can more easily get him alone now. Yeah. That 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 was the original plan is to get him alone. So this is more like of a oh bonus. I can also give this a shot. Yeah, so I, I think what happens then is he takes one sip, he realizes it's wrong, and he just throws the coffee on the ground. What the fuck is wrong with you? We've done this before. You should know my order by now. Uh, listen. Come on, Rebecca. This is this is really not that fucking difficult. Ugh. Go get. You know what? Go back upstairs. Get me four, and I want you to make sure they're all right this time. Okay? I don't know how long it's going to fucking take you, but I have work to do here. Okay? Okay. She just grumbles as she leaves to go get these four copies. Okay. Get a mop, too! Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you can see the disgruntled employee leaving to go get four coffees, and Francis is alone in his lab. What all is in this lab, exactly? Like... Uh, I would say a couple computers, a lot of, like, chemistry equipment and, you know, like, microscopes, uh, spectrometers. Mostly he is analyzing samples. Well, I should say mostly Rebecca is analyzing samples or synthesizing chemicals for him. Uh, and then probably there's a few, you know, test subjects, which are just various you know, weeds and plants. Okay. So there's, you said there's chemicals here, potentially volatile chemicals. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. How do I want to do this? So I try, I'm thinking about my inventory here. I still have a lapel that shoots water. I have a fake gun that just shoots out a flag that says bang. I have my concealed weapon. I have the cop's gun. And I still have that flower and some Powerade. Okay, because I I feel like I want to use some Powerade to like make one of the chemicals look like a different color. So when he goes to test it, it just blows up in his face because he's like mixing the wrong two things together. I do love that. But also I would need to like get into the lab and do that without being seen. Even though it didn't assassinate him, uh, like, it, it's still poison. Is he maybe needing to, like, uh, take a little bathroom break? I don't know if he's taking a bathroom break. I think he's probably just uh, getting a lot of water. Okay. You could also talk to the uh, the intern to have her help you if you want. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's the feature of the disgruntled intern, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I think uh, as as the employees uh, uh, leave in, I'm gonna I'm just gonna sort of like start walking towards her as if I'm just like happen to be walking down the same hallway, and I'm and I'm gonna like say, "Oh, hey, long time no see." Oh, hey, you're that uh, cop, right? Yeah. Uh, well, you're coming back pretty soon. Anything happen? 
apparently the coffee was wrong somehow, so now I have to get four of them and watch the employees to make sure they make it perfectly. Wow, that seems uh seems like you got a pretty tough gig going there. Doesn't seem like he's a particularly good person to work for. Honestly, sometimes I fantasize about wringing his neck. Do you now? <laughs> uh, let's see, this is a hallway, so... um, I think you got her alone. Okay. I'm going to say, this uh, This might surprise you to hear, but I'm here to do the same thing. Perhaps I can make your dream a reality. Wait, you're no shit, you're telling me you're the guy? I'm going to, like, briefly reveal my concealed weapon. Sure am. Holy shit. Holy shit, you're from the agency. I've heard about you guys. Oh, oh, do you want me to help you? Oh, please let me help you. Yes, I would. I would greatly appreciate your assistance. Oh, uh, what, what do you need me to do? I'll do it. So I noticed that there are some chemicals in his office. Highly volatile ones, I assume. That's true. If he's using those for testing purposes, then he's he's going to have to, like, start using them eventually. Um, my idea is, so that way neither of us are implicated, I have this bottle of Powerade. It's red. A very deep, dark, crimson red. Just a few drops should completely change the color of any chemical in those vials. You know your way around those chemicals better than he or I do. If you were to perhaps change the color of them so that he couldn't tell which ones were safe to combine, well, what a tragic accident. Okay, 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 I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just slip in there, do that, and then leave. All right, perfect. Uh, I will hand her the bottle of Powerade. Yeah, I think she goes back into the lab and uh, tells Francis, look, I'm, I'm working on your coffee. I just need to, like, set this experiment up real quick. Just in, like, two minutes, put this and that, okay? And then I'll, I'll get okay, back to the coffee. yeah, no, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then as, uh, as he's looking away, she puts the Powerade in the right chemical to set up an explosion. And then she leaves to go back on the coffee and winks to you, Nikolai. Hang on. Does she want to say a morbidly ironic line first? <laughs> I can't think of one. Uh, I'm, you know, maybe I deserve a promotion. I'm not really an intern. I'm a power aide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says that as she's leaving. <laughs> What the fuck did that mean? <laughs> Power aid. Nicola, give me an assassinate roll. Okay, so no, no negatives. Target is alone. Or target is distracted. It would look like an accident. I'm nowhere near them. I morbidly ironic lines. That's a plus five. Uh huh. You must get it on this one, please. Oh, thank God. That's a total of 10. Thank God. Okay, so I take two damage. I think I still barely survive because I'm deathless, right? Yes, that's... uh. So you go to pour the thing in the thing, just like your stupid intern said. But it turns out it made an explosion and you're, like, knocked back. The lab is all messed up. You're hurt. You're bleeding. You have ash all over your face, but you manage to lift your head up from the ground and you're barely hanging on to life. 
Or yeah, I, th I think the first thing that I do is just force myself to my feet and start heading for the door. Okay, okay, okay. I just need to contact museum security. I need to get to a safe place and just figure out what the fuck is going on today. Nikolai, in your eagle vision, you can see the red silhouette of uh, Francis get knocked to the ground and pick himself back up. What do you do? Uh, well, first of all, I mutter several curses in Dutch under my breath. Uh, and then, uh, hmm. I think it's time to just use a fucking gun. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I imagine, like, with the explosion, there's there's some, like, smoke around, right? Yes, definitely. I think, I think it is sort of billowing out of the now-open lab. Yeah, I think also the fire alarm probably went off and the sprinklers are running and everyone's evacuating the building. Yeah, so thankfully, I can see through the smoke because I have assassin vision. Um, I'm going to sort of, like, conceal myself in the, in the smoke, holding my breath. And I'm going to take a shot from within the smoke with my concealed pistol. Since it's like a special weapon that the agency gave me, can it be like a silence pistol? Yeah, it's silence. Okay. So this will be a uh, this will be a gun. Well, actually, no. Is it is it going to be an assassinator again? I think it's not, I think the way I'm going to do it is the combat rolls only apply if you're in combat with the target. Okay. So this will be another assassinate. Yes. So let's see here. Would this put me in direct danger? I guess you're breathing in smoke. I wouldn't call that direct danger exactly. Yeah, as long as you don't remain exposed for too long. Yeah, because I, I think there's still no negatives, right? I think maybe he's aware that an assassin is somewhere on the map, but he might think it's his intern, so I don't know if that... But I think the idea is just your guard is heightened. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's probably a minus one from that. Okay. Yeah. Um, They're alone. I would say distracted under the circumstances. Yeah, they're distracted... This would not look like an accident. <laughs> it would be a bullet. Uh, uh, I'm I am nearby my target enough to like get a clean shot on them, so not that. And I'm not saying it morbidly. Well, I suppose I could if I wanted to. You could. Yeah. Smoking kills. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Smoking kills. <laughs> Uh, Who the fuck said that? Uh, so that's a total of, uh, I think, crap, I lost count. It's like plus three, minus one, so yeah, plus two. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Come on, that's an eight. Yeah, that would kill me. You have, uh, you've successfully killed all three of your targets, Nikolai. It was looking bad, but you're the professional, you pulled it off. And you're still a cop, no one heard your silenced gunshot, everyone's running out of the building. You have a perfect excuse to simply run out yourself and maybe, uh, you know, say you're leaving back to the station. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna get out of I mean, it's a fire alarm, you gotta listen to the fire alarm. Everyone out. I listen to the fire alarm. It's not a, not a drill, people, not a drill. <laughs> the firefighters are going to be so upset after they finally finish putting out the the, the NFT city. Another fucking oh my fire. god, that electrical fire! They need some special shit for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think triumphant music plays as you're as you're leaving to the exit. <laughs> yeah, triumphant Woo! music playing as like there's mass panic. You get your one star rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two hundred points. Be two stars. Yeah, you know.
Eidolon Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com, as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest. You can follow Ty at Sirius Tiberius, Maxi at Max Knightley, Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, Iris at Stilts GM, and Crystal at Arcane Crystal. World of Assassination will be back next week on March 28th for Patreon subscribers and April 4th for everyone else. See you then.